This episode of Truth's Table is brought to you by Dwell Audio Bible App. Dwell's mission is to help you get in the Word and stay in the Word. Visit dwellapp.io slash truthstable to get 10% off a yearly subscription or 33% off Dwell for Life. Welcome to Truth's Table, the device of culture for grace and truth. I'm McKemini. I'm Michelle. And I'm Christina. This table is built by black women and for black women. So welcome to the table, sisters. How y'all doing? Well, well, <laughs> well, 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 Yes, a well with a black path, uh, you know, yes, black power fist. That's, that's right, the kind of well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. We yes, feel yes. You. yes. Well, we and speak, speaking of mm-hmm. the well with a black power fist, I know, you, I know y'all been watching movies out here. Y'all oh, been watching movies, do. and so. I, I got some questions. I mean, what else are we gonna do in quarantine? You know, I know y'all y'all have watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I, I try to avoid um, a lot of things right now. So <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. But I do I do think the people are gonna want to hear from you about this movie. We did it for the culture. You did it for the yes, culture. Yes, right. you we did. did. Y'all know we need to be watching this. Because y'all are very, <laughs> very giving people. Very and giving. And Michelle's the dramatic ones. Well, oh, I don't, don't, you don't you don't even have to oh, narrate that. Goodness. The people know. <laughs> you ain't right. They know. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we are recording in the same room. We should have gave a disclaimer. We really should have. That's true. We are. We anything are, can happen. This is dangerous do. So Judas, really and, Judas and the Black Messiah, come on, y'all. Tell me a little bit about this movie. And by, yeah, spoiler alerts for the people who <laughs> are yes. listening right yes. now. Y'all can go to another episode until you, until you catch up if you want to catch up. Yes. Oh, right. But put this movie into context for me. Well, you got the plot, don't you? You want me to read this plot? Tell us the plot, man. <laughs> I'm going to say, didn't y'all see the movie? Tell us the plot. <laughs> we can't see it though. Okay, so, yeah. so, so here, is, here is the official internet's plot. <laughs> <laughs> of Judas and the Black Messiah. Here we go. In the late 1960s, 17-year-old petty criminal William Bill O'Neill is arrested in Chicago after attempting to hijack a car while posing as a federal officer. Let's just stop right there. That's a lot. He lie. tried it. Oh, yeah, a he tried it. And that is a two-and-a-half-hour film. In and of itself. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. He's approached by FBI Special Agent Roy Mitchell, who offers to have O'Neill's charges dropped if he works undercover. Mm-hmm. Oh, O'Neill is assigned to infiltrate the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party mm-hmm. and its leader, Fred Hampton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Judas and the Black Messiah. So this movie right here, woo! Triggers! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. No doubt about it. (laughs) So, okay, so this movie was directed by Shaka King, Mm -hmm. um, and the producers were Ryan Coogler and Charles King. So, I think this is, I think, um, somebody can fact check me, but. I believe that this is actually one of the first, I think, some sort of something tied to the uh, award season 
Where okay. it's like all black producing cast. Something to that effect. I saw that come that across was, my timeline the other day. Right. Which actually sounds about right to me. Yeah. Um, Six Oscars. Yeah, something like what that. Nominated for. So it starts, the movie starts out literally like that. With mm-hmm. that scene right there. Yeah. Um, and you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. He, I mean, he's going into this bar. He's acting like he's FBI and like trying to arrest somebody. Like, it was a lot. It was it a was lot. A lot. The um, opening scene was like, yes. You can't see my face, but it is. It was a lot. O'Ne- Imagine in your mind yes. what Michelle's face Yes, and like. O'Neal was p- played by, um, Bill O'Neill was played by uh, Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield. He, he did a phenomenal job. In He's been role. out here. He's he been out here. Get out, um, been out here. I think originally he went for the role for Fred Hampton, yeah. but didn't get it. And so Sorry. Daniel Kaluuya got that. And, you know, there's all those things. We can go into that. Well, here we <laughs> that are. That whole dialogue we are. there, too. But, but I th- okay, so what was interesting to me about that as I was w- watching the movie, thinking about the movie, um, I'll say from the gate, I liked, I did like the movie. Yeah. I have some, I take some issues with the angles they chose to emphasize, which I can go into that. Yeah. But what I thought was very interesting about this or, it, or something that's instructive was that when he was arrested and picked up by um, that one cop, my goodness, who played that cop? He is like a little young, um, golly, this one actor that I love so much who rests his soul. Oh. But, um, but goodness, he was so... But anyway. So what, what scene are you talking about? The man, no, the, the, um, the cop that arrested um, O'Neal. Oh, you know, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, you know, said, hey, the only way you get out is if you, you know, you're an undercover. And so, he, anyway, the, okay, Jesse, Jesse P- Plemons. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. And then Breaking Bad. Jesse Plemons, he's... Season of break. Oh yeah, he it ain't a game, time. yo. He, mm. When you see this man, you know it's gonna be bad news. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, he's always a bad guy. Yeah, typecast, typecast. Roles like that on purpose. I'm or, like, or he redeemed Jesse Plemons, yo. When I see him, I'm like, face. this is gonna be bad. He's yeah. so good. He's so good at being bad. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so I mean, Matt Damon a little bit. No, it was. I it's the other guy. White man. It's the other guy. Um, he died Michelle. in his a Richard C. Hoffman. <laughs> Yes, he reminds oh, me of him. Oh, yeah, he he Woo! plays some heavy. Oh. Rest in peace. Heavy, heavy roles. He I has feel like this sure. is like literally like I was like, okay, he reminds me so much Phillip. of. Rich- okay, there we Phillip go. Hoffman. Philip C. Hoffman. Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I do be making up names. I'm, it's not <laughs> look, with a with a, with a serious, with a serious, with serious face. face. I was like, yes, look, Richard listen, C. Hoffman. Listen, listen, that's listen right. look, grieving and everything. That's in the African tradition of loud and wrong. Strong and wrong. I'll be strong and wrong. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much oh, for sorry. listening. Now uh, we're gonna return sorry to our review that. of Judas and the Black exactly. Messiah. We need like we a need some break because we're already traumatized. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Focus. Woo, this is why, okay. why we need we need to research y'all. That's that's our next we're Patreon plan. <laughs> if, if you would like to be a fact check researcher for Truth Table. <laughs> Send your resume. Give your dollars. We ain't seen each other live in person in so long. I I feel like we just need an episode about that. So you all should be really glad we're allowed you to be here right now. (laughs) That's right. right. So anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. So Jesse Plemons, who is not Jesse Plemons, plays the the FBI. You know, uh, you know, we're on the first scene. Operative Dr. Edmondson. We're still on the first scene. And he's getting. I'm not going to watch this. (laughs) No, you need to. And he has, you know, Lakeith who's playing Bill O'Neill. He's telling him, hey, the only way you get out of this, you know, charge is by working for us. All right. And, but what's interesting is that he asks him, mm. he asks Bill O'Neill, how did you feel about Martin Luther King's yeah. assassination? Yeah. How did you feel about, 
yeah. Malcolm X's assassination. And Bill was like, mm. like he was neutral. He was like indifferent. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's a message in there, a word in there for those of for our people mm-hmm. who think neutrality, you know, as virtuous. It's actual. Or they think, yeah, or they think centrism is virtuous, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or, or uh, and not, and they don't see that or neutrality. Apathy. Or apathy mm-hmm. um, actually serves the agenda of white supremacy and is actually one of the goals of, you know, white supremacy because he, at that very moment that he was like, Mm-mm. he's like, all right, well then why don't you go, you going to work for us in order to beat this rap. And it was just, it was a rap for him. That's right. Ever from that moment on, yeah. it was, um, he just would not um, take a stand either way. And I thought that that was very, mm. I thought very interesting. Um, yeah. So I don't need, I, I mean, I, we, could go, it, we could go deeper into this. It's not I often know. that we get litmus test questions that, that so striking, soon. right? Yeah. That clarifying. It was but... So clarifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very diagnostic too. I think one of the other things that was clear in and again, I think the choice of actors was, you know, the the caliber is real. Whether Lakeith was gonna play, you know, one or the other. However, one of the things that we were missing for sure in the film is the how young these people were. Yeah. You know, O'Neill is seventeen and working with especially in St. Louis. You know, the sort of epicenter of the 2014 resur- resurgence mm-hmm. of black movement. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 16 year olds, 17 year olds who mm-hmm. just can't shake the image of Michael Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. To the point where they're like, I don't know why y'all are out on these streets. Y'all are getting death threats. Your children are being threatened. I'm going to do what I need to do to survive. Mm-hmm. And if that means apathy, catch me later. Mm-hmm. Right. So a 17 year old in yeah. Chicago <clears throat> who's running around impersonating an officer. So uh, many layers here. The layers are <laughs> right, wild. Right. And what we miss out on is it very, very true. That neutrality that he is talking about is also particularly potentially a result of lack of being radicalized mm-hmm. as a youth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if you're not radicalized, if you're not politically educated, apathy is kind of like what my little cousins are dealing with going to high school every day going, mm-hmm. what's the yeah. Breathe Act going to do? Mm-hmm. For me, when I have to sell drugs to make $20, mm-hmm. what the Biden and Ayanna Presley, we love them. We love them. But what's what's that really going to do for the people who find their moms turned over or strung out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This 17-year-old baby boy talk about, I didn't care about this. I didn't care about that. It, it had not hit his level because his brain wasn't fully developed. Yeah, you know, like not. we had just mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. So I think we're missing out on that That's particular true. piece when we look at on surface God, I mean, what else do you have yeah. but the age of the actors portraying them? Lakeith sure. can't quite hook it up and look like a 17-year-old. I mean, they grown people. But, think about <laughs> it, though, but you know what? Age, yeah. something, something happens with age. There's like a weird time warp, though, from back in the 70s or something. I don't know why, but 17-year-olds, 20-year-olds, we're looking <laughs> like 30-year-olds. Fred Hampton it, did not read as a 20 year old. It was those haircuts and those chucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, those, like, um, <laughs> About his it. life, homie, like yes, and they did do a it's whole a lot. Trauma. 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 Mess you up. Yeah, but but yeah, I hear mm. what you're saying. Yeah, I, mean, I do I feel mean, like they, they look much more. We're always real sad. Did they give you yeah. any context of Bill's life before that moment? No, and so this Not is where. All. So here's because, the thing: because who, yep. what seventeen year old is like? Thing. Let me go in person and pretend to be. Right. I feel like as a black boy. What's happening? How did that get in Chicago? 
I wouldn't impersonate the yeah, Chicago's that's mouth, what right? I, that is my gripe with the movie. I liked the movie. I can I want to say that off the bat. Yeah. I yeah. did like the movie. <laughs> okay. So uh, but I do have I do have some qualms with some of the choices. I I do feel like we again, you, they made the audience do a little work here. My thing is always going to be writing, right? So the writing in the movie was good, but they didn't give us enough of the interior lives. I wanted more of the interior life of Fred Hampton. Yes. I'm I'm actually actually much more interested in the interior life of Fred Hampton. And I was surprised. Yes. And I was surprised that they asked Baby Boy at the beginning of the film, what did you think about this? But they didn't show throughout the film how he changed or what he did think. So I don't care about MLK's assassination. I didn't care. Or I'm neither or on Malcolm X assassination. How would you show throughout the film? Did he start to care? Did he change his mind? Yeah. Where would that? And, and why did, why, why was he neutral? So yeah, exactly. what's the backstory for Bill? How did Bill get there? How did yeah. Bill start playing cops and robbers? Yeah. Or, or the cop Woo-woo. in this case. How? how did that happen as a black boy in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Because mm-hmm. okay, we, we're not believing mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. We know what happened. I'm just, we're just, we're lost. Yeah. So I thought they didn't give us enough mm-hmm. of a backstory, right? Because yeah, yeah, they yeah. literally started really with that scene. Work. That's the first thing you see. Yeah. Is him, you know, going into the bar. But you can see why he would be target, targeted, though. Absolutely. I mean, that boldness, that commitment to a lie, to yeah. storytelling. They're like, you'd be good. Oh, he, oh. he picked it up. I mean, and it works. They yeah, he's a con. Help he's, us, he's a con. Lord. He's a con. Help us, Lord. It works. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that I will say, I was like, dang, I wanted more of the interior yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? And, and I just, I don't know. I, I'm not always, I don't always feel like, I'm like, are we best served by understanding, you know, um, um, the as- assassination of Fred Hampton through the eyes of the wow. of, of the operative of the yeah. snitch? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, are we That's aiding our people question. here? Are we? Are we? It's a painful right? vantage point. It's a pa- it I'm like, is, is that the is. vantage point that we want? I was like, really? Is this the, the angle that we want? Like, you know, I'm not trying. I'm just like, is this doing the work of liberation or is this serving white supremacy? <laughs> And one of is it Wally or one mic? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> one of the interesting points of even why you have to ask the question is because we don't have enough films mm. around <sighs> around this time period and That's around true. someone who was as critical, a it's young so person, That's to the history of movement, the history of mm-hmm. blackness, mm-hmm. the history of, I mean, honestly, he was an incredible orator. Mm-hmm. And um, and homie was twenty one, so this so is twenty one at his death after building so much. So he was yeah. given a lot of responsibility, mm-hmm. a lot of attention, a lot of praise that was due to him. You know, he had and to be I wanted 16. to see that. Had to be sixteen, mm-hmm. seventeen. I wanted to see that. Yeah. What was a young Fred Hampton doing right. at fifteen to have done so much right. and then to be assassinated at twenty one? Like this is not your average threat. fifteen year old. That's right. So that's right. How do we get yeah. there? I mean, and he also, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm making this part. No, Emmett Till. Remember? He, like, yeah. he knows Emmett Till. That's so right. he's been through That's right. a lot. Because Emmett Till was Chicago, Emmett Till. baby. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I'm just, I was curious about that. There's so much yeah. there that they we, they could have delved into. And, I just and the fact didn't. that we don't have enough movies about Fred Hampton is part of the problem well, that's right. with what we're leaning on this film to do. That, I mean, that's sort of <laughs> right, the way right. the way we talk Again. about yeah. what is, you know, black film and what do we yeah. have in terms yeah. of accessing yeah. or represents. That's part of the problem. There's yeah. there should be a million movies about Dr. King. There should be mm-hmm. a million movies about Fannie Lou. There should yeah. be a million movies. Today. Sojourner yeah, Harriet. Harriet, we got what? One? What? Yeah, where is that we movie? Just got um, we need Harriet? a superhero Let's, trilogy on that's that right. One. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. So there's not it's enough so extant. For us to, we had nothing to lean on in the first place. 
So what's mm-hmm. making us hungry for Fred Hampton is the fact that we had never had a bite, a taste of cinematic exploration of on him before. But the, it's just, you know, we, we've talked about this mm-hmm. in other areas too. It's the deficit, the deficits cry yeah. out for, for lack of a better word, a perfection. That's I know. True. That's true. You know, and so, and so I do think it is fascinating to think about a story through the eyes of a snitch. Mm-hmm. I think that I, I, it's good I, art. I that's yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why we like the film exactly. Overall. And, and mm-hmm. as someone who does anti-racism work, I mm-hmm. actually, I grow weary of of. I mean, certainly we need many many spaces, particularly for people of color, to talk yeah. about what does it mean to experience the burden of racism, et cetera. Right. Yeah. But we definitely need spaces for that's white right. people, not necessarily to teach about racism, but to Uh-oh. talk about what it means to be racist. Uh oh. Like mm-hmm. we need we need vantage points of experience, and Absolutely. so the problem is just that we just have these deficits. So it demands a, a perfection. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that, that's probably an unfair burden again that we place. But on we need more. We need more movies. Both yeah. the artist and the viewer <laughs> have have to do so much more work because of that deficit. Yeah. Do you think that's just unique to us? You think that's particularly unique to us? Because when you right and, I mean, and by us, I, I mean us is. Oh yeah, I have a bias. Uh, I mean, I it. think so. you mean the perfection angle. No, uh, well, or, the, uh, or, for um for black folk, mm-hmm. I, I believe that we we go in because mm-hmm. we're underrepresented. We have distorted yeah. representation, mm-hmm. and I just think that creates a dynamic of um. Uh, just a longing and a need. Yeah, I think so, honestly. Because I was just thinking, I was like, "Well, what about what about the Asian community?" How, well, I'm trying to think. Of, but I was like, "You know what? They got they got a lot of films. They got like a very robust K dramas. They got they yeah, actually you, have a you mean within the continent within, within, within the continent of Asia? That's yeah, yeah, not in, yeah, yeah, in, not in America. But when yeah, like, they have enough, I, 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 <laughs> I think from the, the little bit that I've seen as an outsider, <laughs> it seems like they have a lot of stories, a lot of different ways of telling their stories, you know, mm-hmm. whereas we are confined in this white world. And so we have, there is yeah. a scarcity, mm-hmm. you know, so I, don't, I don't think there's a, there's, I don't a, know there's how an the abundance. White, yeah. I don't know how the white gaze has impacted K-drama. Exactly. In the same way I don't that think black, I'm sure there's some impact. Because we I just are don't here. know it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think, I think there's a scarcity That's with regard to point. production, yeah. but there's an abundance within our imagination, but it can't get out because yeah. we don't have the systemic, the structures are not yeah. in our favor to get that. Those yeah. productions. There's one Fred Hampton movie. Y'all not going to get another one for another 15 years. Yeah, exactly. So just forget and good luck it. if it's good. Exactly. It's also just <laughs> bottom line true that, that, um, what is ancient about blackness in America is that it is not old at all. And, the, and, well, and yeah. that is all we have. If you are African-American, especially, or if that is your culture, or if that is the culture through which mm-hmm. you sort of exist um, mm-hmm. ethnically, then, you know, I don't, we don't have no history or, you know, motherland dramas right. that we can look at. We don't have, even Nollywood is not like for black Americans in yes, the same way yes, that we, mm-hmm. our roots, are into the ground of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. art is so much more important for us because art is literally one of the only pillars of our culture historically. Mm-hmm. Art is history for mm-hmm. a lot of Black Americans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And movement history especially is the history of our ethnicity. It's mm-hmm. this close to us. You know, it's as close as mm-hmm. my mama and daddy are, are of the age where they remember inter- very specific interactions in the 60s. They were the age of, you know, all these very particular interactions going on. But they are black history to me mm-hmm. um, because blackness in America is so young. Yeah, and so that's, that's why true. I do think that we it weighs mm-hmm. differently for our Asian siblings yeah. 
Um, yep. I would say our native beloved are real. I, to me, they're real close there. There mm-hmm. is more pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a deeper kind of sense. Um, but history yes. versus culture. I agree you that. do have black Americans looking at um, just a different type of solidarity mm-hmm. because our culture is our history because mm-hmm. we made it up. Mm-hmm, you know, that's mm-hmm. what Lucille said. That's what Gwendolyn said. Mm-hmm. Right. I made up who I was and mm-hmm. it became true because <laughs> right. we did it. So won't you celebrate with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that kind of gets back to what I was saying about um, mm-hmm. the importance, I think, of um, of that diaspora connection of yeah. Hollywood and Black yeah. Hollywood coming together and doing for us. Because I just think, mm. yeah, I just think if we if we keep on waiting for the, or, well, first of all, we don't be waiting. We actually don't wait. <laughs> we is gone. We make our oppression felt. That's right. <laughs> we gonna protest. That's right. We gonna campaign. Gonna we gonna organize. Sound. Listen. Gonna Listen I, don't, I don't know what so, you come to do. Okay, so <laughs> we don't wait. We don't wait. Lord no, we don't we, we made some significant strides. But I do think if we want more, I do That's think right. we have it's, we do have to think beyond the power structures and mm-hmm. just begin oh. to build our own. And That's I do right. think That's the time is ripe, I think, for that diaspora more and more. Um, connection. Absolutely. That connection from the continent down here um, to the diaspora. So let's take a break to pay some bills. And when we come <laughs> back, we're going to talk more about our Truth Table movie review of Judas and the Black Messiah. Keep it locked. Hey y'all, now you know we take the Bible seriously here at Truth's Table. Did you know that Dwell Audio Bible app is a preferred audio Bible for people who want to get in the Word and stay in the Word? With several inspiring voices, Bible translations, and original background music, you're going to love listening to Scripture. They have listening plans to help you to start a daily habit of engaging with God through one of Dwell's many Bible listening plans. They even have a sleep timer so you and your family can fall asleep to your favorite books and stories of the Bible without losing your spot or draining your battery. End your day with God's word in your ears and on your heart. You can make dwell your very own. In the for you section, you can see your favorites, your plans, your downloads, your recent listens, and more. Dwell is for you. Truth Table listeners can get started with dwell by going to dwellapp.io slash truthstable to get 10% off of a yearly subscription or 33% off of dwell for life, y'all, for life. 33% off means that you'll save $50, so make sure you visit dwellapp.io slash truthstable to commit to scripture for the rest of the year and for your life. Are y'all on patreon.com yet? We hope you are because if so, you already know about all of the things that Truthstable offers to our patrons. Things like extended interviews, kind of behind the podcast, especially getting to know some of our guests. We have exclusive content from Truth Table Live, and we give discounts. And before other people find out about our specials, you'll hear about them. So go on over to patreon.com slash truthstable and sign up to become a monthly supporter today. So we're back from our commercial break. Okay. And so E and Emma over here schooling me about uh, about Judas and uh, the Black Messiah. So I, I'm what I'm really curious about is for you, Em, to tell us a little bit about how you saw this movie through the eyes of someone who's been involved in activism and the movement. Um, talk to us about that. 
Well, we had talked a little bit um, already about the the sheer lack of appreciation for activists and orators like Hampton, people right. like Fannie Lou. We talked about Sojourner, and um, and then there were so many other people involved in movements that we didn't even really know about. Um, even Fred Hampton's girlfriend, Deborah, it was Deborah at the Deborah time. Deborah Johnson. Yeah, their relationship was so critical to him succeeding on all these different levels and holding it down yes. in the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party. Yes. So watching mm. the film, I do think that a lot of healthy attention was paid to how much impact, how important Hampton was in his space. But it yes. just made, honestly, it just made me sad. It just mm. triggered me. You know, as he said earlier, yeah. I will not be watching this film. And I will say it to you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no business watching, watching this film. Right. Yes. Um, it's not just about death threats. I mean, I couldn't watch Who Killed Malcolm X. That was oh, a difficult yeah. I document. Finish that one. Ooh, I Lord. That was hard. Oh, that was hard. And then on Malcolm X Day, um, just last year. No, just, it was just this year. Mm-hmm. On Malcolm X Day, yeah. there was a major confession from um, some of the people involved in his murder. And that just ripped open right. old wounds around. Was he assassinated by his own? Were they used? And it turns out they were pawns in FBI and local police were people who were deeply involved. They confessed those mm, things. Yeah. Um, so to watch the story of a person who mm-hmm. would never confess that it was a cover-up and the police, like, you know, did everything and there was mm-hmm. no black man involved, that was painful. And it was painful because of the hard work that I believe movement does in trying to move towards Bill O'Neill's trying to mm-hmm. look at like I was saying earlier the babies in high school babies on you know hanging out not in school who don't right. want to be in school and sure. have no reason to be inspired by potentially being educated political education activism and radicalism are an answer Absolutely. for people that the education system and society quote unquote has failed mm-hmm. radicalism is really an answer and I believe that um, the there was heartbreak in the scenes where you could see these two young men becoming closer. Mm-hmm. Um, there was heartbreak in watching the real infiltration because it was so underhanded. It was so wrong and rude um, that Bill O'Neill really needed all of the things he was pretending to desire and to, yeah. and to endear himself to. Mm. So that definitely hurt me on like a deep personal mm-hmm. <laughs> level mm-hmm. um, because I do wonder um, what are all the different ways that we accidentally harm each other mm-hmm. by not looking at what's being presented to us, what's being given to us, and by not realizing, wow, this junk is hard. The black no. people didn't live no plush life. Y'all, yeah. need, y'all need to go on thinking that they you know, lived in luxury. With it. That was not the case. Um, they were with the people for the people had a lot of stuff, a lot of issues to work through on their own. Um, but it did, I think, on a personal level, it hurts when you see the black radical political power building as mm-hmm. an answer for the very people who are being harassed by police. Mm-hmm. And then the choice being made to self-protect and lock down and keep the police off your back, which feels like and it is a temporary answer. Mm-hmm. But you do end up harming, like he said at the beginning. It's not neutral. And if you're central, 
it's not without harm. Mm. So that, I think, was the hardest part for me. I mean, the snuffing out of black talent, I think, Oof. is just so awful. And I think the, mm. his, the history just generate from generation to generation, the story, I would say, is, is one of many intersecting stories of the black American experience. But one yeah. of the stories, there's definitely a chapter uh, that has to be dedicated to um, unfulfilled talent, un- yes. un- 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 oh, unlived yeah. talent, talent yes. that never got to Untapped fully mature or, and yes. blossom. That was just cut off at cut what off at the knees and cut, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are so many stories of which is why you know we we honor the elders when we when we mm-hmm. see people. You know, when John Lewis passed, you know, y'all know I fell out and cut a fool um, as if he was like my granddaddy. But nevertheless, a lot of it had to do with the fact that John got to carry. Yeah. He got to carry a narrative for so many people who didn't. That didn't. So we didn't we didn't get to see what Hampton would have looked like. That's right. As he moved through time, as he picked up different causes. If he had not been infiltrated. Well, 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 when you think about the loss of a story of redemption, too, like just 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 wanting just longing to see more. And in that case, we're talking about 21. I mean, we look at we look at MLK and others, at you know, 39, early 40s. And we think about the tragedy of their death. But 21. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Life is just we well, we we are robbed. That's right. We are robbed when right. people are as not able to are. fully serve. Absolutely. Right. So, absolutely. so, E, what were some of the takeaways for you? Like, and maybe even think about um, as you watched it, what, you know, what, you know, kind of the small voice that you heard. Yeah. I mean, you know what I, what I did, um, some of the things I took away was, well, I was actually much more curious. I was left more curious about Deborah Johnson, who is now Akua yeah. and Jerry, yeah. you know, and just, you know, like how you, you okay, sis? Mm. <laughs> you know, like flashback. I, I, just the the trauma of mm-hmm. literally having your the your lover and your father of your child, mm. um, your then boyfriend. I don't think they, were they married. They weren't married yet. I don't think. Um, or had they gotten married? Anyway, murdered um, in your bed. I mm. just mm. you know, and the trauma and the impact of that while mm. being pregnant, and the impact mm. of that on your child. Oh Lord. Um, and what is that? Um, what is his son carrying, you know, um, now? What, how does that shape you? Um, mm-hmm. So that was, I think I, I'm always left instruct thinking about that. I think I wanted to, I was like, okay, now I got to read a book, more books about Fred Hampton so I can learn more. You know, more, I, yeah. I'm always I'm always very curious about the interior lives of these activists. You know, like yeah. these were people that love <laughs> their, their, Full humans. their partners. Full humans. They love their children. They love their mama. Love the they love their friends. They love mm-hmm. the party. They love yeah. things. Well, and, strength, <laughs> and strengths and weaknesses, right? Yeah, they loved and, and they hated. They were That's conflicted right. and they were confused. Yeah, I mean, the layers. What, what makes Fred mm-hmm. Hampton laugh? You know, what makes him cry? You know, what, what else mm. makes him, gets him passionate or right. on fire, you know, um, besides just the liberation of black people? You know, those things, I'm always, mm-hmm. those are the questions that I'm always left with. And like, who is, I, I always want to see a, a full uh, picture uh, mm. of um, of whoever the biopic, you know, is about. And so I think those are some of the takeaways that I, that I was left with. Um, I did. I was thinking about just the, the, the subtext that was going on with the movie with regard to the, uh, the casting, you know, everybody. Yeah, what the diaspora wars. Talk about that. Talk about talk about that. You know, people. You know, people were upset because you know we can't get along. You know, we can't. Can we just get along? Rodney asks no, we can't. No, the answer is no, we can't. No, we can't. God help us. So there was a subtext about you know, well, this whole 
black Brits taking black American roles and these wow. roles should be left for black Americans. They oh. should be black Americans should be played by a black American. Africans oh. should be played by an African. That happened with Harriet too. Happened with Harriet. Yeah, sure. Happened with, I think sure. a little bit with concussion. Actually people aren't making us think about concussion but you know anyway. Oh right. These right. things. These things. And so uh, with Will Smith? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they should have. They should have. Like, like the one time. The one time we maybe they should have gone maybe, off. Maybe they did in a different context. <laughs> we missed it. I maybe. bet they went off in South Africa. They should have you know, done that. Like, we don't know what this man saying. <laughs> so funny. And that movie was that movie was about a very serious topic. It was, it was, it was but, but, but it was done in the state. So maybe maybe that's part of the reason why it wasn't picked up. It was did done in the state. But, but this oh, was done here too. I think he maybe. I mean, this was done here too. But anyway, you know the diaspora wars. About you know, I'm just like Lord help us help us you know and yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm like look man there's unity within diversity so I'm not trying to mm-hmm. you know um, dumb down our blackness and muted blackness we are all of one course. yes you know right. but there's That's diversity right. I get that but I'm like if the person plays the role well they play it well and I have a thing about casting now I do feel like you do need to try to get as close as possible to what the person looked like so okay. at first mm. I was like I don't know how Judas the black, black Messiah is going to be because I was like Daniel Kalia does not look like Fred Hampton mm-hmm. At all, yeah. like he's significantly darker. He's short. He just doesn't look like him. Well, this is like, I, well, this is like, like a, a, an Angela Bassett, though. So she, who right. looks who looks nothing like Tina Turner at all. Well, I thought, but right. they don't look anything like That's at true. all. But but it, it's a credit to her precision as an actress oh, that you forget yes. what Tina Turner looks like. I mean, yes, so, yes, I give that. But I, but I feel like Daniel and Fred were even more of a leap. But when I got into the movie, I was like. Give me playing his role now. I mean, he played it. No. He's Fred Hampton. He's Fred Hampton in the yeah, movie. Angela like so. And that was my that's like, my thing is always my thing <laughs> is always casting. Cut now. My thing it's is always cut. casting. I don't have a problem with. I don't care. African black man. Uh, if you can play the role, play the role. Like um, what's his name? Um, oh my goodness. Why am I? Why can't I think his name right now? Tell he me the movie. Um, doing this, the last right. Scottish. So, um, uh, are you talking about Forrest Whitaker? There we go. Forrest he played Whitaker. Idiot Me. Yeah, Idiot Me. Ooh, he played that role. Yeah, oh, he can act. That but movie was so dark. I can't watch it again. Now. We don't cry about it when it's a bad guy, though. We don't, we don't get up someone when it's an evil person. Come on, we get up someone when it's a hero. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Anybody so care for us when he played a man? Nobody that. wanted to that's play. So true. But you can see why that's that's particularly important for black black Americans. That's right. And so I can see why there would be. Some, some territorialness yeah. about like we should have this role. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, so, I mean Fred Hampton, Harriet Tubman, they that's all we got. That's true. So I, I so anyway, I thought you know anyway I I I would I thought I would be distracted. Yeah, by okay. that I okay. thought I thought it would take uh-huh. me out the movie, but it did not. He really was phenomenal. He really is. A he good just after Oscar not both of them did. Yeah, they, they both, both got nominations. Okay, good. Sure. So yeah, Lakeith was great as well, mm-hmm. and I thought it was great how like. It was interesting to see, like, man, how he was able to move into that role of Bill O'Neill, even Ooh, though he didn't get wee. that Fred Hampton role. Oh, for that sure. must have been how he had to do oh, a lot of work. Everybody, you know, every go, everybody goes for the lead. He, I mean, everybody yeah. goes for the lead. Yeah, that's true. So, so some some of those things were kind of in in play for me while I was watching yeah. the movie. But Daniel was he was phenomenal. Yeah. Lakeith did a great job as well. Yeah, I mean, and Lakeith in all of his interviews talks about his own inner conflict. Like, should I have done this? Um, because he really said, mm-hmm. well, he said F that man, um, when he first start, started thinking about the Daniel? role that was offered. Um, no, Lakeith oh, started Bill. thinking about Bill. The character Bill. Yeah. 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 Right. And when they offered the role, um, and I, man, to struggle through and still portray 
He did that. Um, he looked he like him, too. And he looked like him. Well, he even, well even the idea like of that, that man, I'm kind of like, that kid. You know, know. that kid, and 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 I'm gonna push into that just a teeny bit. I do want to say I'm using the word "man" to not not not, yeah, not because of you, different word. But I do think there's a power in situating us developmentally where we are, and I think when we think about this character, like I'm just listening to signify your conversation, but this idea that this is a kid that was used to set up a young man. I mean, who? Yeah, I'm like another kid. Seven, 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 seventeen is a kid to me, and I, I am going. To, I'm just going. I'm just going to fight, at least in my mind, yeah. to preserve That's the right. developmental appropriateness of black children. Yes, yes, yes. Of black teens. Yes, yes. yes. I'm like especially. I'm like Tamir Rice was a child. Mike Brown was a kid. That's like right. they are going. I'm, I'm, like Their so. Children. I so even That's this right. even this even Bill and this character who does this horrible thing and has this legacy throughout history, right? That's right. Sellout, manipulative, etc. He was a kid. Was a kid. Seventeen. Truly used. He was is a kid. Really, really young. And Fred was Hampton was eighteen. I did. When they kids. when the FBI got Bill. So I mean, we think about. To me, there's this stark... setting up. Look how dangerous he was in their minds. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So that's what the, how disposable Messiah. how disposable Bill was, mm-hmm. and how dangerous mm-hmm. Fred was. Fred was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the, so the film, the story itself, mm-hmm. to yeah. me, is so important that we almost we did need this particular perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It does not take away from the scarcity yeah. that we exist in. Um, but to look at it as art, you know, I think about I I really went off battle, battle, battle when Queen and Slim came out like this is necessary art in the picture in it because I was traumatized. However, Ooh, I, um, like that movie, I yeah. am truly able to view this no, thank film you. as <laughs> yeah, moving, traumatized. On. <laughs> moving along here um, again. We need black love stories. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Not black and black, yeah. Not struggle love, struggle love. Not black. <laughs> it was a difficult time. Um, but to watch Daniel's performance and both of those, hey, that was real. It was great. I mean, he's a, he's a good actor. He's a good oh, actor, y'all. Sure. I mean, and I don't know what you want us to do. Yeah. And so to watch this brilliance and to see do a picture think? that was truly artistic, yeah. I I could go on about. I know mm-hmm. some people argue about the cinematography. But I could really go on about the difference in color between mm-hmm. the FBI scenes and the Black Panther Party scenes. I mean, mm-hmm. that was just clever. Okay, we say, say a little bit more about that. Teach us, Michelle. Um, Teach us. The cinematographer shifted the color range, mm. um, no matter who was there. Um, but it was about who was in power in different scenes. Who's in charge in these different scenes. Mm-hmm. So you could see um, the color range darken or move to gray. And then the um, color range, uh, that's in the FBI scenes, and you can mm-hmm. see the color range move to vibrant or um, neutrals, warm, warm tones. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really fascinating. With the black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could really see, I was really fascinated with how Lakeith's character is kind of, this may be the one problem I have, again, you, you were saying, in her mm-hmm. life, he doesn't really change. Yeah, no matter what no character development is around him, no matter what mood, yeah. what color, quote unquote, mm-hmm. the scene is, yeah, his acting stays the same, and that may have been a choice on the on the yeah. part of of Stanfield himself, who's a really thoughtful actor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's been accused of having just one face. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we've heard that you know one or two times where it's like, yeah. is he gonna raise his eyebrows or whatever? <laughs> He's just too cute for us to bother him all the time, you know. Anyway, he's cute. He cute. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing for me is, <laughs> Christina's like I meditate with single so, women. So random. So random. <laughs> I just want to say for the record. Like, oh. The most astute observation on it. The key stand feels cute. cute. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that? How many stars for his face? <laughs> he gets a cute button. <laughs> a cute star sticker. We, listen, we got to give. Ten thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Ten thumbs up. Ten thumbs up. <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so the cinematography um, is great. Beautiful cinematography dance. is great. But I was I was really surprised to see how there was no shift in the character. Was it on purpose? Was it intentionally to show us that it didn't develop? Because the cor- the film runs the course of like four years. Yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, so, Bill does start out as a child, but but remember right. he was an eyes on the prize too. Right. And so right. they actually did a re- mm. they started with Eyes on the Prize 2. Wait. Mm. No, 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 I'm sorry. They start with the hijacking. Yeah, okay. yeah, start with the hijacking. And then but they do splice in Eyes on the Prize 2 a remake of mm-hmm. that's right. Lakeith playing Bill. That's right. You know, for that documentary mm-hmm. and he's got talking about his work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and infiltrating the party and then toward the end again it's a reenactment of his film and yeah. he, first of all he looks like him. That's which was like uncanny. Yeah, um, was and then because because yeah, you I do like that we're holding him as a, as a child, but he he did grow. They showed him age. They showed him <laughs> he age. Did age. And you know there wasn't much of there wasn't any regret that he expressed. Junk was wild. Yeah. You know, um, but then he did. Um, regrettably, he did die by suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a, a, a couple of days after yeah. filming the Eyes on a Prize too. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that may have spoke to potentially the regret. Yes. And yeah. and and, and yeah. listening to you That's all, where they got the Judas thing. The yeah, Ju- yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Story. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. and like listening to yeah. it, even go for full circle our time together. Like you know, thinking about e how you highlighted this intro question. That he received this litmus test question. That's like, right. That's what did right. you think about these assassinate? That was yes. that was not. I don't think that was just a test of black consciousness. Mm, sure, that was right. an empathy test. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. It was an empathy test too. That's and so right. what? So maybe like you're looking for this sense of regret and remorse. It may have been so deeply, mm-hmm. um, kind of hidden or tucked away. Yeah. So they. So it, all that to say is that you know people who are in these positions who understand psychological warfare, <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they they know how to select who they yeah. need to select, they do. right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and they know how to and know how to use people like puppets, particularly if you're 17, That's mm-hmm, right. and that way mm-hmm. they know how to shape you and groom you. And it yeah. is a grooming yeah, process, sure, right? Sure, sure. He was uh, definitely groomed. Oh, oh yeah, that was that was pretty so, clear. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So so what? So so let's go on ahead and, and just rip the bandaid off okay. and um dun, dun. and and get the and get these stars going because since we think we um the, you know <laughs> the chocolate women Cisco and Ebert right now, so <laughs> let's go on ahead and make it happen. Okay, as we do. So. What what you give? What how many stars you give into this one? E? I am gonna give this one a solid four to four and a half stars out of five. I really liked the movie. I really did. I just wanted a little bit more. Is this the because the man was cute? No, it's not. <laughs> that did help. No, I can't lie to but you. But that's not that why. That's not why. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I I I just it was a solid it was a solid movie. I just wanted a little bit more of the interior life. That's yeah, all. yeah, you, you know? need more. Yeah. I needed a little bit more. But yeah, yeah. how about you, Em? 
I'm I'm at four stars, probably squarely, and I wouldn't even go up a half. I might go down to three and point to seven five. Only only because um it's it's just so painful. Come on now. It's just so painful. Mm. So I the reason that I have to say at four is because hey, these people really created a world in which I sensed some pain. <laughs> you know, yeah. that means they acted yeah. like well. feeling it. And yeah. that junk yeah. was real to me. Yeah. Um, and this is your world. And this so, is my world. Yeah. So probably I would I would go below four because I ain't have no business watching this movie. That's a that's that's, that's, that's 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 and that ain't their fault. And so let, that's let the record recollect that a Kimmy is gangster and be watching these movies. Carry on now. I be watching these movies. I'm like, shoot about bang bang shorts. I know. I be like, I know. We need a love story and a comedy. Like, Scram. That's right. That's right. Please. Scram. I give me the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hello, and can that we, is all. See, because right now, what we really could be talking about is WandaVision. But go ahead. Oh, oh, but I know, but I know she ain't watching. That's I right. Know he now, ain't watching. Okay, now me and Christina go talk WandaVision on this next episode. This is gonna be a Patreon one where <laughs> Kimmy says, "What's that? Hey, what was that? We can go to town on uh, <laughs> on white supremacy Listen. and feminism. We, we can go to town on all that on WandaVision and, and white lady crying and being in pain." <laughs> And, and how it kills people next carry yeah. oh. listen Absolutely. listen Absolutely. but yeah solid four stars because okay. it was excellent and like you said that production team mm. I mean yeah they did that hard to undo and I just want to listen listen Lakeith is cute but let me tell you let me tell you about somebody who is phenomenal her little Miss Gabrielle mm. and that original song Listen oh. to the song from her oh. for the original soundtrack. It is well deserving of the Oscar. It's another. Okay. It's another Oscar nod the for um, her. The singer, not the acronym. <laughs> <laughs> not not to not to not to be confused. Not to be where her at, but her, instead, but her. <laughs> I thought when you said her, I thought you were talking about Dominique Fishback, Deborah Johnson, Bell. She was phenomenal, but you talking about her the singer, her the singer. Okay, yeah. I'm glad we clarified. Okay, yes, everyone, so everybody, everybody loves subtitles. her. This is Gladys Snyder at the table with my friends Patty Lavelle. <laughs> <laughs> saying why did the weekend choose uh, her <laughs> what kind of stage name Hilarious. is that the article is in it oh. i'm sorry y'all yeah no listen to the original song okay. by the artist named her thank you yes. help us yeah okay. yeah it's real good um good. and i think that to me that helped that helped me to sort of sit in this space of this is art mm-hmm. the pain comes from what they chose to portray, what they chose to look at. Selma was si- similar for me. Mm-hmm. It was very, very painful. Um, but I, I think that is why I would praise it. And like I was telling y'all before, mm-hmm. man, it's going to be kids in middle school, high school, college that have to watch this mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. Um, in order to learn. Mm-hmm. And that, that should both make us excited and break our hearts. Because mm-hmm. yes. there's so little out there that we have access to that can teach them. Yeah. So praises and and honestly all sorts of honor to the producers and the cast here because they did make something did. that oh, our babies sure. can use Absolutely. um no matter how entry points the we always need entry points yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure entry points. well thank you all so much for educating me yeah, yeah. go see judas in the black Absolutely. or don't <laughs> we want to thank you for taking a seat at the table with us this week let's keep the conversation going tweet us your thoughts about this episode using the hashtag truth table black women did y'all know that we have our own 
Black Women's Discipleship Group on Facebook. Make sure to follow Truth Table on Facebook and join our Facebook group today. Invite your homegirls too. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Truth Table or email us your thoughts at info at truthstable.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truth Table has a Patreon account now, so y'all can send your love offerings to patreon.com slash truthstable or you can bless us at our PayPal, which is paypal.me slash truthstable. Truth Table is made possible by Pottery Studios. Visit pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York. I've been your hosts, Akemini, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.